I've got the answer right here, ladies and gentlemen, to everything that ails you. Now step right up. One who acts like a duck about his salves and remedies. Cruel practice of making money on people's worries throughout the years as quackery. I said cured of backache, nervousness, Folks, welcome back to another episode of Quackery. Uh, here with you, as always, is your co-host, Will the Pill, and our main man, John Boy. We're coming at you over the World Wide Web this week. All right, so we are back here with another episode of Quackery. This week, we are talking about the amazing story of this bullshit called <laughs> Ocelococcinum. Ocelococcinum. <laughs> That's how you say it. It's you've probably seen it in the like in the yeah. pharmacy. It's a really long name, Ocelococcinum. It's funny because uh, just looking at the picture, you could tell they could barely fit the uh, the title on the, the name box. even on there. <laughs> yeah. So you've heard of it, right, John? Or no, have you I've, seen that box before? I've never seen this box. I don't go into the pharmacy though. You know. Oh, that's true. That's I mean, true. the you street your... pharmacy, maybe, but <laughs> that's right. You get all your stuff off the street. That's right. Uh, well, the box, if you look at it, it says nature's number one flu medicine, and it's for symptoms of flu. Homeopathic medicine from Boiron. Put B O I R O N. Is this um, over the counter? So it is. Yeah. yeah, you'll find it like in the cold and flu section. Let me see. Uh, all right, this is the Google pronunciation. I'll put it on the. Uh, Ocelococcinum. Ocelococcinum was, it was uh, coined, the phrase was coined by a French physician named Dr. Joseph Roy, Dr. Roy, who lived between 1891 and 1978. Surprise, surprise, turn, turn of the century guy. Uh, he coined the phrase Ocelococcus. And it was, he, he said that because it was, he was looking at the blood of every sick person that came through, and he had one of those, you know, those old, just like what? What are those microscopes? The just the visual microscopes, not the. Um, so it was just like a lens, like a single lens light mic microscope. So it can only it can't go that much. But anyway, so he was looking at the the blood of everyone. This micro microscope, he said that they it was oscillating. The, so the bacterium was oscillating. When they were sick, which means it was changing inside, like oh, whoa, 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 you know, oh, weird. inside. So he decided that this must be the greatest discovery in the history of the world. That this universal germ, this one oscillating, this oscillococcus, was causing everybody's sicknesses, all disease. <laughs> so he set out to find the source of this new bacterium. Uh, so his yeah. oscillating bacteria was found in every disease. He could he he looked at it included herpes, chickenpox, eczema, tuberculosis, measles, even cancer. Of course, you know, without even getting into, you know, why this is so bad, you, you can already tell a couple of problems. Some of those are viruses. Yeah. So with the microscope, his optical lens microscope that he had, he would not been they're too small. You can't see them with that. So obviously uh, he was looking at just some bacteria that wasn't the disease. And, and the other problem is nobody has been able to observe what he's talking about. So <laughs> you can't see viruses with the microscope you have, and no one else has been able to duplicate his results. 
So, but that that did not stop Doctor Roy. They're not rotating the, like he said, or um, oscillating. Well, he said he saw something that was oscillating. Uh, what the hell that was? Who knows? But no one has been able to see an oscillating bacterium <clears throat> or any critter like that that oscillates in in a uh, yeah that cr- you know causes any disease. You so know, they haven't been able. To you find know what that. it um, you know it could be what it reminds me of. There's a uh, one of these old astronomers. 200 years ago said that um he said mars he was looking at mars and he said mars has all these channels of water and he was like looking through his telescope and you see all these water channels so he wrote this whole thing about how there's aliens up there and anyway the long story short is he was seeing you know his the eyeball has like the floaters in it and stuff like that but when you're oh, looking you're at the reflection, yeah, he was actually seeing his own. Oh, you, that could be it too. Yeah, that's he what, might be seeing his own eye floaters. Yeah, that's what it was just floating around. That's what it kind of reminded me of when you said that. So maybe interesting. Uh, that's actually probably pretty likely. Uh, <laughs> that's that's probably what it was. Actually, nice one. But anyway, he did say that he found the source of his oscillating bacterium. Okay, it wasn't his eye floaters. It was apparently in the liver. Of a Long Island duckling. So that's where it came from. Long Island duckling, which are like the white looking ducks. Yeah. Pretty standard, like an Aflac duck. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Long Island duckling, Dong Long Island <laughs> ducks look like. So he tried to make a vaccine with the liver. Just put some, it, anyway, it didn't work. He just tried to use the liver and inject it into people. That didn't work. But old, good old Dr. Roy was still not going to quit. He decided he was going to give them to people in pills. So, a, a homeopathic principle of like cures like. So, their idea was a little bit of, of something, the thing that causes an illness will cure it. Yeah. <laughs> like cures like would be a, a, a principle from the homeopathic world that has pretty much been disproven in almost every, every way. Uh, ex- there are some things where it works like... Um, for instance, allergy shots. So if you give a tiny bit of the allergen to someone over time, then they'll sort of build up a, a resistance to it and they won't be as allergic to it. Mm. But if you mess that up and you give them too much, then they can become more allergic to it. So it's really mm. a delicate thing. But most things, like a little bit of it, you know, except for, I, I would say that vaccines do not qualify because you're giving weakened yeah. or attenuated uh, to, to cause that. So, That's what I was going to ask because um, it does sound like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of is like that. But um, but yeah, you don't eat those either. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like a completely wrong idea, just mostly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like the, I, you know, the re- I can see the reasoning why they might think that, like with vaccines and with like allergy and like, oh, you know, if I just have a little bit of hot pepper every day then the hot stuff's not gonna affect me so much you know uh you know i'll get used to it you're getting used to it, cancer you just get a little cancer every day you're gonna get used to it i don't know that, but that that's a that's the problem with certain things it's like making these blanket statements like cures like for everything or obviously it's not gonna be but so what he did was he made himself a product that had a tiny bit and like a tiny bit the tiny bit of duck liver for people to treat all sorts of things. So let's talk about when we say tiny. So let's talk about tiny. 
So the ingredients of a one gram tube of acilococcinum are listed as follows. This is directly from the box. The active ingredient, which is anise barberae hepatis et cordis extractinum, which is extract of a Muscovy duck liver. They changed it to Muscovy duck. It must be cheaper. I'll talk about that in a minute. And so they put the liver and heart. 200 CK HPUS 1 times 10 minus 400 grams. What that would be is ultimately the 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 mass of a proton is much much more what than the amount of active ingredient in this pill a proton what? now for those of you who don't know that's one of the building blocks of the universe what and so How did the, they the even... amount of the drug in this pill is less than a proton so they must when they make it it must be extremely diluted because there's no way they could just have a dropper and put that one thing in there. Exactly. Yeah, I'll explain how they get the prep, how they do it. But let's just go over this too. So if you look at the packaging, it will say inactive ingredients per gram, 0.85 grams of sucrose and 0.15 grams of lactose. I mean, I'm not a whiz at math, but 0.85 and 0.15 usually add up to one, yeah, right? <laughs> so that's 100% sugar. <laughs> Oof. So 200 CK. So that so it actually talks about how the preparation of how they get to it. So here's how it works. They do 200 dilutions of the starting ingredient, which the starting ingredient is the extract of the heart and liver of the duck that they take a one to one thousand dilution each time, where the very first mixture only contains one percent of the extract. Then the second contains 1% of that. Oh my God. And so on. And that's prepared by the Corsacovian, Corsacovian method, where that's the CK. So instead of being measured out at each stage, they just they continue to fill the vial that had like the trace amount into it with water, shake it up, and then pour it out and do that 200 times. So they're basically rinsing it 200 times. And then getting whatever's left. So it's basically just sugar. So they said there's it's nothing. Yeah, there's like yeah. there's probably some pills that don't even have a trace of this in it, even a proton. You know? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that, so the company <laughs> company buyer. So they actually interviewed the spokeswoman a couple of years ago, Gina Casey, and they were like, "Hey, is this? Um, you know, do you think the oscillococcinum is safe?" And she's like, "She said, uh, of course it's safe. There's nothing in it. The what?" <laughs> She's the woman who who's the spokesperson. <laughs> I'm like, what? How is that even gonna? Oh, dude, this is crazy. So man. what's crazy is that was like what doctor. So Doctor Roy came out with those pills, and you, you figured like, oh, no one's gonna buy this crap, right? Well, everyone buys it in Europe. People started <laughs> buying it, and then later in the United States, they started selling it for cold and flu. So he also, Doctor Roy, of course said that it would also work for cancer, syphilis, scabies, <laughs> tuberculosis, tuberculosis. But anyway, whenever uh, bio, boy, boy run yeah. or whatever, it's B-O-I-R-O-N. I guess that's boy run. You know, bio run would boy, probably be a uh, better name. I don't know, man. Boy, 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 boy run. I don't know. It's weird. Is boy, that German? Boy. Boy, <laughs> boy run. So anyway, they said they only recommend it for flu-like states. You know, you got to be good with your wording. They only asked for like just over a dollar for a gram. 
And uh, they said that every year, hundreds of thousands of French French people buy this product. Uh, That's crazy, so man. If you remember, it's hard to remember now because of COVID. But there was like a particularly bad flu season. It was not. It was in between now and the swine flu. There was like a bad cold season, and there was this rumor going around, and that people were taking elderberry syrup and this oxyococcium, and it would completely eradicate the flu within like a day jeez and of course that's not true because this stuff is extremely diluted duck liver so what's crazy to me is this stuff is on the shelves in your local pharmacy right now which is ridiculous there's nothing in it it's just sugar it's literally (laughs) sugar pills that people will buy and they think it works and i mean is there a placebo no effect sense. with curing the f- the flu? I mean, I mean, there's a there is a placebo effect almost with everything. So that's probably what they're going getting there. Yeah. So they recommend it for prevention, which is one dose per week in the flu season, <laughs> and as a cure. <laughs> so you can take it more often. You know, whenever you have the flu, and you're not allowed to over the whole course of the flu season to take a whole bunch. You can't just take a whole bunch at once. No, no. That won't work. You have to take it. You have to. You have to Why? parcel them out <laughs> because you'll you'll become you could, a diabetic if if you take them. Probably, <laughs> it's probably true. You know, you, you know, you get the liver and the and the and the sugar. Jesus It'll be too much for Christ. you. You might almost get a, a proton's worth of liver in there. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, I, it, there's no way there's it there's no way to explain how it could work. I mean, can't you buy duck it, liver like at the store and cook sure. it up? Oh yeah, and get an entire Shoot, liver. I, I love, uh, I love uh, some some pate. Is that what it's called, pate? Some duck liver. Well, that I mean, that's one way that they prepare. Oh. Like they make the little, you know, the soft meat that you can scoop yeah. and put on crackers. You oh, know? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <sighs> delicious. Yeah, yeah, but that's the the funny part is all this sounds like just like nineteen hundreds quackery, but it's in the stores. <laughs> it's you people, and it like literally. We would have droves of people coming into the pharmacy looking for this crap a few years ago. Oh, wow. And it was completely sold out. I mean, this stuff was like Beanie Babies, okay, in the 90s, all right? Crazy, You couldn't find it, and it's all it was all nonsense. To save money, it they they switched to Muscovy Duck Heart, and and they did the heart and liver. And I'm like, well, how the hell is it costing them very much money? (laughs) You probably are still on the same goddamn duck. (laughs) From fucking 1902, and you still ain't used this whole heart yeah. and liver <laughs> to save money. Jesus, it's like I mean, one duck for like a hundred thousand pills. <laughs> at, at least I would think it's got to be more. Oh I my mean, god, dude, that's it crazy. must just go bad. They must have to kill another one. Cause you know what you could probably do is, man, you could get in there and just keep the thing alive and just keep nicking off a little tiny piece. Oh my god, poor you know, duck. The liver regenerates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does it? <laughs> I think it does oh, a little my bit. God. Uh if I if I remember correctly. Hold on, let's look this up. I feel I bad for the duck, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Liver can regenerate after either surgical removal or chemical injuring. It's known to that as little as fifty one percent of the liver mass can regenerate back to its full size. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, you could just keep the keep the duck alive, you know, you know. Or hopefully they're eating, you know, the rest of the duck if they're doing that. Just so weird. Hey, so all right, so let's talk about s- uh, studies. I know we don't really need to, but I got them. So <laughs> go ahead, though. Oh no, I was going to ask. Um, 
so the guy that uh, saw the oscillating germs, was he like already consuming duck liver? Like, how did he actually come to, oh, duck liver cures? It's an excellent question. <laughs> I have no idea. It just said that's where he found it. He found the source. It probably was like the first thing he looked at. Yeah. He's like, hmm, well, let's try this duck yeah. liver because I see one here. The, and the he goat, probably got his eye floater yeah. and saw it again. The goat balls guy, I mean, he looked out of his window and saw the goats. And he's like, well, I've already got the goats. Dude, so great. I love that one. Oh, man. Y'all need to go watch that documentary if you haven't. Yeah. Nuts. It's good. I've watched it. So good. <laughs> oh, man, I might watch that one again. Just I still got to watch that Baby for, God one. Fun. It's pretty crazy, Yeah, I need too. to watch that yeah. one. Yeah, I'm looking for like more. If anybody has any good recommendations for some that, we can, that I can watch and cover for some topics, because... Those always make for really good uh, topics whenever they cover them like that. Just hit us up, quackerypodcast at gmail.com anytime. I'll be there. I say that because, you know, we had not been checking our social media as much lately because, you yeah. know, those documentaries. <laughs> Are you off? Are, Are you getting off? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm like, reduced. Yeah, that's good. Significantly. Yeah. I just go on there to see what Elon Musk has to say about Dogcoin. Other than that, <laughs> oh, is that the new thing? No, I mean not really. It's so it's a it's like a joke coin that was made, and now like Elon Musk is like getting everybody to buy it. But they said it's not going to go up like the other stuff has because it doesn't have a limit on how many coins are in circulation. So as people continue to to mine them, the value will just you know it'll continue to go dilute. Yeah. Whereas like Bitcoin, I guess there can only be so many in circulation or whatever, which with that, I don't understand how they can get value from mining them then. I don't know. Well, yes. Yeah, so I guess maybe it just decreases the amount of amount of a coin that you get every time that you do a flop. I don't know. I don't know. I know the mining gets That's really expensive it. somehow. I don't know how it works. Something about mathematical the equations. The reason it's expensive is just, is just uh, power. Yeah. But like the That's computer what. has to solve all these mathematical equations or something. To, to mine yeah, I mean, one. it's just verifying the the ledger, which is pretty pretty damn cool. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like somebody gave us that uh, technology from the future. That is a cool idea. Is, it, it can't be damn. Yeah, that is a because it it, uh, it uh, eliminates the need for a, a middle party, a bank. Yeah, you know? it a hundred percent right. And it, it, yeah, it's it's a uh, tamper proof, and uh, yeah, I mean, not you can't mess with it. The only pro the only problems for people are. It we're bad with the, like our passwords. So if you lose your password and stuff like that, it's bye bye. Just use the same password bye. for everything, like I do. <laughs> That's it. That's what I do. One two one, three two, four. Three, four. <laughs> or password. Password. One two three one, four. Two, three, if they four. make you do letters. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's a it's the type of password someone an idiot would have on his luggage. Go get them and and change my luggage pass. Change my luggage pass combination. You ever you seen that uh, Spaceballs? Oh yeah, man. Hell yeah! Oh, I love that. Yeah, so damn good. All right, so studies. Two thousand five, they reviewed flu treatments, uh, which this is was the you know the homeopathy versus actual medicine versus the vaccine, and in their review of Acelaococcinum. It was 100% unsupported by any evidence of efficacy. So it didn't even come up with numbers. It just said, no, it's wrong, gone. 2007, 
in all the, they were checking all the uh, non-mainstream remedies and they said that any evidence that was brought up by you know the makers of I guess Boyron or whoever they said that the, they would have too small sample sizes their methodology uh, was extremely poor quality and they would have like clinically irrelevant uh, effect sizes and that that would be like saying okay we looked at like we cherry picked our data for people who took this who were like super healthy and like we showed that like oh it decreased how they felt bad by like one day for like really young healthy people and some stuff like that so it basically came up that the results um they also didn't throw out like if they were taking other things for flu uh, okay so <clears throat> so in another one like that they're like well any evidence on this one was due to yeah you know is the fda uh it was just bad research are they trying right? to take them take them down because it's just nothing i mean why are they doing these so, studies yeah it's uh so this was uh, just um these weren't the fda doing okay. these These were just studies of just just different oh, okay, researchers gotcha, yeah. um were doing studies and then a cochrane review in 2015 found there was insufficient evidence to make any conclusion whether osocilium was useful at all for influenza so basically all these were yeah we're coming up with, and it's one of those where it's like, well, since it's a, a, like a quote unquote natural thing that there's not going to be a lot of big money studies for it. Because as we've talked about, if someone's doing quackery and they're making their yeah. money, they don't want to go put money into a study and for them to end up finding out that it doesn't exactly. work. And they, they just spent money on a study that now they're not going to make money. Exactly. Yeah. Heck no. They're going to want to just keep it, keep the ball rolling. So these are all going to be small, like low budget funded things like probably university studies from you know no big timers um, yeah but yeah so speaking of the fda all right so in june on june 8 2010 well no this was the uh yeah the u.s fda and federal trade commission sent a joint warning letter to uh, homeopathy for health of moses lake washington indicating two claims made for osceolococcinum were illegal so first they put out that anus barbare hepatitis hep, or hepatitis et cordy extractum, a nazode made from a foul bur, bird source. So they said it made it look like the product. Let's see. That was their exact quote was a nosode made from a bird foul source. So look at this product for emergency preparedness for swine flu, which is a mutation of a bird or avian influenza, swine influenza, and human influenza. Oh, so they basically put yeah. a thing on there that said it cure that since it's from a bird, <laughs> yeah, it could cure bird flu. And so why not swine flu? Jeez. Well, that's a leap. Uh, and then it would say, use oscillococcinum for fast release of flu infection symptoms. So the letter set, sent to Boyron Incorporated uh, stated... You take immediate action to ensure that your firm is not marketing and does not uh, market in the future products intended to diagnose, mitigate, prevent, treat, or cure the H1N1 flu virus that have not been approved, cleared, or authorized by the FDA. So basically, their product has not been proven to cure the flu, and they said that it will be good for fast release of flu infection symptoms and will work for swine flu because it's from a bird, which is less than a, a proton's worth of duck liver. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like saying that, yeah, getting a a faux gras. You know what they need to figure out? Um, they need to figure out if ducks get the flu, because oh, if, if ducks there out there are getting the really flu, then 
<laughs> they already have the liver inside of them. Exactly. Well, no, that that's the re- no. See that that would that would prove their point too. If ducks get the flu, because the oscillating bacteria is in their livers, <laughs> so the bad is in them. Uh-huh. So you know they got so much of it. You only need a little bit to make you better. Yeah, they got too much. Huh. That's the problem. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't be taking too much. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a class action law- lawsuit filed on behalf of them. <laughs> On behalf of all California residents who purchased it any time in the past four years, and they falsely advertised that Oscillococcinum has the ability to cure the flu because it contains an active ingredient that is proven to get rid of flu symptoms in 48 hours, which obviously we know it doesn't. Um, and they also, so you like how they had it all in Latin? Yeah. They didn't, originally they didn't list it as oh, what yeah. it is. So they they got suit they got they were required them to change that to also in parentheses list it as Muscovy duck liver and heart instead of the whole Latin name, Jesus. which is pretty sneaky because it looks blah blah yeah, more medicine. Yeah, <laughs> it looks legit. So they had to, uh, of course, uh, Boy Ron or whatever the hell their name is, denied any wrongdoing whatsoever, and they made several uh, changes, which that was one of them they had to make, and they also had to had to explain. That it's not been evaluated, obviously, by the FDA, which I thought all that kind of stuff had to do that. But maybe they were one of the first ones to have to do that. And also they had to explain what the CK and the yeah and the CK and X that they're that they're actually dilutions. They don't, yeah. they don't have anything to do with medicine because they listed on the package like some sort of ingredient. Yeah. But it's just a way that, that they yeah. mix the stuff. Yeah. yeah. So pretty crazy there. Yeah. Um, and then also there were other lawsuits about their their claims to treat the flu, which obviously we've seen it yeah. doesn't. But it hasn't been taken off the shelves. I yeah, mean, I wonder if it's hurt their sales which is, at all, you know? Because the people really... I mean, I don't see a lot of people buying it at my pharmacy, oh, okay. but but I have talked to some people I know who like are pretty intelligent people, and they, they were like, oh, yeah, I usually take it when I get a, a flu and it helps. And I'm like, well, you know what's in it, right? They're like... Well, no, it's all like in Latin, and it's like got all these numbers and letters. And I was oh, like, "Crazy!" Yeah. It's like there's nothing in there. It's duck liver, but but not really. <laughs> it's a proton. And like, really? I feel so embarrassed. It's like, well, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean it's that's why they've been sued. Is yeah. because it's like false advertising. You know, it's misleading. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's not a very long story. Doctor Doctor Roy probably got an eye floater in his uh <laughs> in his microscope, and it led to people. <laughs> Taking sugar pills with with uh, a, less than a drop of duck liver in there. Yeah. So pretty fun story. You got any questions on that one? No, I, I've never seen the drug, man. Honestly, I. But I'll, I'll definitely look for it next time I'm in CVS. You'll or see it, whatever it's, um, pharmacy I go to. Yeah, I mean it should be in. I mean you should even you probably will see it in the grocery store by the pharmacy. Anywhere, uh, whichever pharmacy you go to. Okay, sweet. It's in all of them. Nice. It's crazy. I, I mean, don't buy it. I, I would not recommend <laughs> no. anyone buy it because it's just sugar. Yeah. You do better off getting just getting some um, some good yeah. candy. Good candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, at least then it won't have somebody, some weird person mixing, you know, putting trace amounts of liver in there. You just go eat your liver if you want some liver. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess, you know, I guess that's it for oxiliococcinum. I also think that per- the fact that the name's really hard to pronounce and stuff, it looks more legit, too. Yeah. And all that stuff on the back, man. Hey, man, they got they got a good thing rolling for them. They basically have to spend almost no money and just sell this stuff, man. It's yeah. it's a good, it's a it's a nice racket. I'm jealous. It's a real, some real quackery. Yeah. 
I know, man. It's almost better than the, the seatbelt for your brain. <laughs> oh, man. We got to come up with our own thing, the seatbelt for your brain. We come up with our own quackery, I'm, I'm telling you, and then we can retire the show. Then someone can do an episode on us. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I'll be thinking on it. Nice. I'll be thinking on it. You know, what's everyone's weird? Well, you know, you can always jump in on COVID cures because, you know, they don't really get in that much trouble for it. Yeah, that's true. But that boat's, you know, kind of sailed. You know, we're we're getting the vaccine going now. So yeah, for those of you who who think that it's that it's real and it works, <laughs> and it won't cause autism. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's gonna be our show, I guess. If this episode really quacked y'all up and you want to support the crew, head on over to quackerypodcast.com/slash/join and become an official quackhead. If you have an idea for a topic you want us to cover, let us know. Make sure and hit that subscribe button. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That makes such a huge difference, y'all. Tell your friends. And as always, keep calm and quack on. Uh-uh. And don't buy Oscillio Coxinum. <laughs>